This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Tuesday, Jason Walker Show, here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center today. We're going to talk a whole lot of Eastern Montana hoops today. Got a couple of uh, teams still alive in national tournaments. That's the the, uh, Junior College National Championship start next week. Uh, national tournament. Uh, the men are in Hutchison, Kansas, and we'll talk to Dawson Community College coach Joe Peterson as the Buccaneers in the national tournament for the first time ever. And uh, we'll also talk with uh, Taylor Harris, the Miles Community College women's coach, the Pioneers in the national tournament down at Lubbock, Texas uh, for the fifth time in history. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good show. Also, um, you have a new basketball coach in Missoula we'll talk about here in a second. And uh, we have an update, too. By the way, you can listen live on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. You can watch on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Tweet us at Sports. You can Facebook as well. Email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. All right, so a uh, couple of – we've got a poll question today, too, at uh, Sports or on the Facebook. But um, – you can, uh, you can, who is the better band? So the wife and I, we took a drive, mentioned this the other day, took a drive up to, uh, up to Sealy and on the way up or down, I don't remember, but we were having a conversation about music as we do sometimes. And I got to, I, Ace of Bass came on the, the radio and I said, they're a better Swedish band than ABBA. And so I put it to the to put it to you. Who who is the be- which was the better band, ABBA or Ace of Base? You can vote on the Facebook. You can vote on the Twitter at Jay Walker Sports. You can email us as well. Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. So just to, you know who which was the better band, Ace of Base or ABBA? It's a simple vote. Your choice. All right, uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, like I said, we got a big, uh, big show talking about Eastern Montana basketball coming up. Uh, let's see what else on this day in history is on the way, and uh, the walk off. All right, so before we get into everything, um, this will be the last show until the twenty sixth, I believe. All right, so 
We've been talking about, for a couple of months now, we've been talking about we're going to get remodeled here in the uh, Major Mortgage Man Cave. And so um, construction crews come in, uh, demo crew comes in on uh, Thursday. Got to go to Missoula tomorrow for an appointment. Um, so we're going to be out tomorrow anyway. But Thursday, Friday, demoing, and then next week they're going to get everything done. So we're putting soundproofing in along the walls and uh, up on top, more soundproofing. We're going to put a new floor in, also um, new desks. We'll have uh, some new uh, cabinets, new shelving, some new uh, displays area. Um, so that'll be done hopefully by the end of next week, and then we'll back be back the 26th because we got some really cool guests coming up that week. So hopefully we're, we're on. Um, so just uh, think, you know, if you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. We'll keep you apprised on the social media. You can follow us on the Instagram. Jason Walker Show is on Instagram as well. And um, not Snapchat, but I'm on Snapchat. Anyway, so uh, just, you know, some thoughts as, uh, as you think about it because we, uh, we want you to, to you know, be, be a fan. But we're, we're just remodeling, so we'll be back It hopefully on the 26th. But uh, there you go. So that's our remodeling plan. And uh, we'll have a, a helmet display. Still helmets trickling in. Got a message, very nice message, from the uh, from Derek Lear, the uh, head football coach over at Fergus. He's going to get us a helmet um, as well. So if you want to get us a helmet, you can. Just uh, get a hold of us. It'll be a good time. So, All right, uh, let's see here. What are we talking about first? Lady Grizz, I have a new basketball coach. It was funny because the media, the headline on all the uh, newspapers, uh, sites on Twitter was, uh, Lady Grizz go outside the family. So I tweeted about They made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Uh, Brian Holsinger, assistant coach at Oregon State, is the new Lady Grizz coach. No stranger to Montana. He was the head coach at Tech uh, about 15 years ago. Uh, the last five years, he's been at Oregon State, and uh, he is your new head coach of the Lady Grizz. Now, here's the question. What happens to the recruits, those that have uh, already committed and those that are there now? Um, it's a valid question, and I won't say the young lady's name, but... There's a potential future Lady Grizz that, with this, I don't know if she goes. Um, surprisingly, Mike Petrino didn't get the job. Ken Haslam saying that uh, Brian Holsinger rose to the top. His experience, he's got a lot of experience. But Petrino held the team together and had them playing really well last year. Um, and I don't know Brian Holsinger. Can't wait to, you know, we'll talk with him. I'm just surprised that, you know, it wasn't Mike Petrino who did a great job holding the team together after COVID, after uh, Shannon Schwain was let go last year. It's just, it's interesting. Wish the best of luck to Holsinger. 
And uh, we'll just see what happens with uh, with some recruits if they stay. So there you go. Uh, but he is uh, he's been around for a long time. Coach at the Masters, an NAIA team standout NAIA team. But uh, Brian's uh, Robin Selvig, Shannon Joanne, Mike Petrino, and now Brian Holsinger. He also was in a was in a coach at uh, Washington State. So there you go. There is also some news coming out of the Flathead Valley. Remember, uh, Matt Upper resigned a couple of months ago, but uh, it appears that if uh, longtime assistant Alex Cummings gets approved by the board, he will be the new head coach. Uh, Cummings was the offensive line coach under Kyle Sampson and also the assistant head coach under Matt Upham. And it appears that he will be the guy running the Braves moving forward. So good luck to uh, to Alex Cummings as well. Uh, let's see here. So there's some football news as well on the college front. So <laughs> Carroll College makes the playoffs, right? NAI football makes the playoffs, a um, season, four-game season. So the Frontier is not allowing fans still. And uh, But Carroll's allowing fans to go on a, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't have fans in the Frontier Conference in the gyms or anything for volleyball, basketball, football, you know, because of COVID, right? But Carol is asking for fans to, well, basically they want help paying for the trip out to Iowa, to Sioux City. But you can be a, you can go on the charter flight. Like sixty nine fans can go on the charter flight if you pay the five hundred twenty and the for the flight and. 130 for the hotel room and you know so about eight seven eight hundred bucks you can go along with the saints out to sioux city iowa to see morningside because fans are allowed in iowa but uh yeah about 69 people and you got to have your request in by thursday because you're leaving friday morning but you have to book your own hotel and uh Pay the five hundred forty for airfare, ground transportation, and uh, lunch. But there you go. Can't go to Nelson Stadium because of COVID. But hey, get on a jam-packed airplane. Will they have? To, it's a charter flight. Will they have to wear masks? Everybody. Do you have to wear masks on a charter flight? Valid question. I believe. Valid question. Uh, let's see here. Mets are Mets are Metsing right now against the Phillies. <laughs> it's hard being a Mets fan. It's so hard. It really is. Um. Anyway, all right. Let's. Uh, is that all we were going to chat about? Yeah. Seven hundred bucks. Eight hundred bucks. You can go on a jam-packed flight. To Sioux City, Iowa, 
with Carroll College Football. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to chat basketball because there are national tournaments going on. NAI is done, NCAA is done, but junior college national tournaments are next week. The D1 men are in Hutchison, Kansas. We'll talk to Dawson community coach Joe Peterson a little bit later on in the show, here in about uh, 25 minutes or so. But when we return here, Taylor Harris will join us, the Miles Community College basketball coach on the women's side. The Pioneers are heading to Lubbock, Texas. We'll find out about Gulf Coast, Florida, the opponent for the Pioneers in the first game. Also, talk to Coach Harris about uh, his new job because he's leaving after Nationals, and uh, deservedly so. Also, has he ever experienced the buck and horse sale in Miles City? Taylor Harris joins us next. Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming right back, Taylor Harris, Pioneers Coach, Miles Community College, next. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Hey, got to give a shout-out to uh, the Canon Network down in Palm Desert, California, tuning in. And uh, just tweeted about uh, Brian Holsinger, the new head coach uh, for the University of Montana, but listening to the show today. Appreciate uh, you tuning in. 
we, we talked about Holsinger, the new head coach for the Lady Grizz, uh, got his start coaching at the Masters, which is a really, really good basketball program, men and women. Um, they've had some great women's teams, especially over the last few years. And uh, was it the Soares sisters? And I think the, the men's team had a Soares uh, as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I think that, yeah, it was the Masters. And didn't the, I think the Masters came up to Helena, oh gosh, two or three years ago to play? I'm pretty sure. I could be completely, completely off. Who knows? <laughs> Seriously, I, I could have no idea what I'm talking about. I could just be making stuff up as I go. Um, no, the Masters came up to Carroll on uh, November 9th, 2018, and beat the, the Saints women 61-56. I called the game. I knew I was there. Uh, let's see. There's a, uh, yep, Stephanie Soares and uh, Jessica Soares, both from Brazil, right? I think they were from Brazil. Um, but Steph Soares, stud. She was so good. Uh, let's see, uh, who was that? Haley Farrar or Hannah Farrar uh, was really good. They had uh, two other sisters, the Throngs. Um, it was a good game. Good defensive battle. Um, Carroll led by five at halftime, and then uh, the Masters outscored the Saints by four in the third and uh, five or six in the fourth to get the five-point win. It was a great game. Uh, Hannah Dean led the way with 10. Uh, Brittany Johnson had 11 for the Saints women, and uh, Farrar had 12 for uh, the Masters. Consistently in the national tournament, so uh, Brian Holsinger knows what he's uh, what he's doing as a coach with the Masters. So I knew it. See, sometimes my brain is okay. Sometimes I am not a president of the United States, and I remember what, exactly what I'm talking about. All right, uh, trivia question, by the way, or not trivia, poll question: uh, Better band, ABBA or Ace of Base? And on the Twitter, a uh, couple of votes for ABBA. On Facebook, so we've got some great comments um, on the Facebook. At least uh, I thought they were great. So we had, um, let's see, Chuck. Chuck's a great listener to the show. Great fan. Great dude. But Chuck said, uh, my gut tells me ABBA. After looking up Ace of Base, I didn't realize they were as successful as they were or lasted as long as they did. I guess I'd recognize more of ABBA's work, but that's just me. Maybe someone else is the opposite. ABBA, final answer. Now, and then he adds, I want to YouTube, go back to uh, YouTube and listen to ABBA. Uh, Blythe, former Big Sky Conference MVP, listening out in uh, Washington, said uh, ABBA. Um, and then I said, you got to get you on the show. And she goes, as long as you don't ask me to sing Dancing Queen or I Saw the Sign. And uh, uh, Logan says, ABBA, huge Mamma Mia fan. I've never seen Mamma Mia, one or two, and I'm not going to. 
So there's that. Uh, but anyway, thanks to the Canon Network for tuning in. Great work, by the way, covering uh, small small basketball. It's good. All right. Uh, so there is some speaking of small basketball. Uh, the uh, National Junior College National Tournaments are this weekend, or starting on uh, next week, the 19th. The men are playing in uh, Kansas. The women are playing in Lubbock, Texas. And that includes the Miles Community College women, the pioneers, winners of uh, the division and region. And now they go to nationals where they will face the Gulf Coast team, Gulf Coast states out of uh, Florida. And uh, the head coach at uh, Miles is Taylor Harris, who's leaving after nationals. And that's where we start our conversation. Why? And how did all that come about? As Taylor Harris joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, well, I, uh, I appreciate you joining us. Let's knock the big one out of the way first. Um, Fort Lewis came calling. You're a, a Colorado boy. You get to head home a little bit, even though Durango's a little further south and, and, and west of uh, the Denver area. But um, congrats for that. Hey, thanks. I, I really appreciate it. I mean, you know, it's been a dream of mine to, to be a four-year coach in, in, the, in Colorado where, where, like you said, it's home for me. So it was a really good opportunity. And, you know, my, my biggest supporters are, are the young women in our locker room. You know, so everybody's been very supportive, and, and they're all really happy for me. So it's just an, an amazing opportunity that really I wouldn't have if it wasn't for, you know, our, our basketball team here in Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I said I was going to ask you one question about it, but you get to go to the RMAC, which has expanded so much since, well, since I covered it back in 04 to 06. But in the last 15 years, the RMAC has seen tremendous growth in the Division II level, and uh, Fort Lewis is a part of that. Yeah, it's it's really exciting for me because I think the RMAC is a great Division II conference. Obviously, I was an assistant in the RMAC for, for 10 years, you know, um, six on the men's side, four on the women's side. And there's just so many, not only beautiful college towns, but great coaches and just an opportunity every single year to get to that national tournament and play against the best every single year. I mean, it's just an unbelievable opportunity. All right, let's talk about your team. Taylor Harris joining us, Miles Community College women heading off to the national tournament. Is this the first time? No, you know, um, two years ago, um, my, this is actually our fifth time going to the tournament, okay. but two years ago was the, was the last time that Miles went to the national tournament. Um, but it's, you know, the, the tradition at Miles, I mean, is, is very rich. And, and so we are really excited to uh, just kind of carry on that tradition that so many great coaches have been a part of. And uh, when you look at your roster, how do you recruit – New Zealand and Australia, especially <laughs> last year with COVID, when these girls yeah. are coming in sight unseen for the most part, except for video. Yeah, you're right. I mean, recruiting internationally is a part of, of our culture here. And, you know, I have built relationships. You know, it stems back from my RMAC days when I was coaching Australians uh, on the men's side at, at Metro State. And those those guys have gone on and they're playing professionally now in Australia. And, when I got this job here at Miles, they really opened up some doors for me to build some relationships in Australia. You know, last year on our team, we had um, our starting point guard was from Sydney. And then one of our returners, Lily Long, she was on the team last year. And it's just when, when you build relationships 
and you give uh, give kids a good experience, word kind of travels. Mm-hmm. And you're right, in COVID, they did come sight unseen. And that's what I think I love about, you know, recruiting is we can really stress the relationship and how that's what matters, your relationship with your coach and your teammates. That's what matters more importantly than, than kind of anything else. And we, we just did a, a, a great job, you know, our, our returning girls did a great job of just selling that we're just a family here. And, and those Australians and our New Zealand girls and then, you know, another girl from Spain. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all over the place, you know, but um, it's a one big happy family. It truly is. I got to ask, what's a bus trip like or a van trip with so many different accents? Because with Spanish and and, yeah. and Australian, which is different than New Zealand, and then you throw in a Wyoming accent with Pacheco, and then you've got West Yellowstone. I mean, you're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we are. You know, it's it's so funny. Like they'll all pick up the slang, you know, that the Aussies <laughs> use. They'll they'll pick up <laughs> slang words that the Kiwis use. You know, the Spaniards they throw in their words. I mean, it's it's really kind of funny to see a girl from Melbourne, Australia. Um, <laughs> speaking Spanish, you know, to, to a girl from, you know, uh, Barcelona, Spain. It's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, and that's one thing in the recruiting process we talk about. Like, you have an amazing opportunity to learn what it's like, you know, to grow up in Australia. What's it like to grow up in Spain? What's it, and for these international girls, what's it like to grow up in Montana? I mean, these girls from Australia, Spain, and New Zealand, when they think of Montana, they literally think of the movies and they think of, you know, the TV show Yellowstone mm. and, and cowboys, like that's what it is. And then to, to actually like meet these real life people from Montana is an amazing experience for all these girls. Taylor Harris joining us. He is the uh, head coach at miles community college. I, so there's no mountains over there though. So when they're watching Yellowstone, it's a little different to, in Miles yeah. city than it is, uh, uh, where they film Yellowstone, but okay. So have you had being with the Australians for so long, going back to your Armac days, have you had that, that gross, um, what's it, uh, the, the, like the, the cracker, uh, dip, what's it called? The, oh, why can't the, I think of uh, it Vegemite. Vegemite, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I hate Vegemite, but it's, 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 I hate it. But you know, the uh, our our Australians like they they love it because it's just a part of their culture. It's right. just like you know, Vegemite on toast—that's breakfast, and that's uh, what it is. And I taste it, and it's it is the saltiest thing on earth that you can you know imagine eating. But they love it, and their families ship them um, ship them to them, you know, about once or twice a year. They love it, but us Americans, we're just we're not a big fan. It is very salty. It is. Um, yes. Yeah. There was a girl that played at Montana State, uh, Rebecca Mercer, and there was a couple others that um, I decided to try it one time. And yeah, it was. Um, it's not good. It's really yeah, not, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of your team, though, this is a, a very good basketball team, and uh, you guys uh, beating uh, Dawson last week, eighty-five forty-one. To get to the national tournament, you're 23 and one now. Um, take me through the season and 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 how you've gotten things accomplished this year with Rebecca Dallinger leading the way, the uh, Player of the Year. Yeah, well, you know, it started back in September. I mean, with a team that really bought into working hard with so much unknown. You know, when we all got to campus, we thought we were going to play in November. You know, October came. They said, okay, maybe we'll play in December. 
Uh, November came, they said, maybe we'll play in January. And they still kept working and kept working and, and just really dove into the relationship. And we kind of talked about early in the year, too, like, you know, you're here. You know, we don't know if we're going to be able to play or not. But while you're here, you may as well invest everything you can into the relationships with your teammates. And they really did that. And, and I think that paid off, you know, when we finally got to play in January. I mean, there's a huge relief. You know, even the two weeks coming up to our first game, we're like, is this real life? Like, are we really going to play? And all of that work in relationship building truly transferred to the court. And what we have as a team, like, yeah, it's, I mean, you look at Rebecca's stats, and, yeah, she's leading the country in scoring, and that's amazing. But she'd be the first one to tell you that it's really not about her. It's about the team, and we prioritize really boosting everybody up and being everybody else's hype woman and, and making everybody else feel like they're the best player on the court. And that's what leads to those individual successes. You know, and if it wasn't for the other four players on the court putting in all the work since September – then Rebecca's not given those situations as well. So it really is, and I know a lot of coaches say it, but, like, it really is a true team that is so selfless, and that's what really has led to those victories. Well, and, and when you look at, you know, I know at JC it's always going to be a young team, but it really is. You don't have that many returners, yeah. I think just three. Um, and then yep. you bring in a whole new crop of freshmen, and, I mean, these are 18-, 19-year-old kids that are – they're uh, doing wonderful things both on the court and in the classroom too. Yeah, they really are. And, you know, when you get, you know, when, when we're starting, you know, three new players that are all internationally, you know, but Rebecca Dallinger has played against the best competition in Australia. Kate Tanner has played against the best competition in Melbourne, Australia. Hannah Conajero back in Spain, played against pros. I mean, these girls have played against high-level competition. So while they're freshmen academically, you know, they have the experience against playing against, you know, grown women across, you know, when over in Spain and Australia that really sets them up to have that great experience that helps us win these games. Taylor Harris, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show, Miles Community College women's basketball coach. All right, you get to head to Lubbock, Texas. First off, are you f- driving or flying? Yeah, we're taking a bus. We're all taking a bus um, all the way. So we're going to leave Thursday morning. We're going to stop in Denver. We're actually having a big slumber party at my mom's house in nice. Denver. Um, <laughs> she's really excited to, to host everybody. And then we're going to uh, drive to Lubbock on Friday, kind of get in late Friday night. And, I mean, you know, for us. You know, us Montana people, we're excited to get down to Texas, and there's Whataburger, there's In-N-Out, there's Chick-fil-A. You know, I mean, the the food, we're going to – we can't wait, you know, obviously to play, but, I mean, gosh, the food, we're going to eat like queens and kings, and we're going to just have a great time down there. Uh, You still have a game to play, though, Coach. Yeah, yeah, we do. But, it's you know, we do have a a game to play. But, like, this is one thing about our program is it's – we understand what an amazing experience this truly is for all of us. This mm-hmm. is a once in a lifetime thing. And and we don't want to go down there and just be the, you know, oh my God, we're this is a business trip and all and all this stuff. Yeah, we take ourselves seriously when we're between the lines and on the court. And we all know that. But what makes this group so great is we also can step back and be like, Wow, this is 
pretty amazing. Yeah. Like we are one of 24 teams still playing. We got to play this year. We're going down to Texas. Some of these girls may never get a chance to go to Texas again in their lives. And we get to go experience a new place together. And we're going to just really have a lot of fun cherishing the moment together. And then when we get on the basketball court, because we like to have fun, we play loose, we play with a flow, and, and we're just really excited. Um, so what's pregame meal then, Sunday night or Monday night? Oh, Monday, well, shoot, you know, we're going to probably have a pregame breakfast, you know, because oh, you we guys do play, play at, yeah, yeah, we play at 2 o'clock, you know, so we'll probably get a, a good breakfast. Shoot, I've got to you know, maybe at the hotel, and then, you know, we'll probably do our tradition of we'll probably eat breakfast at the hotel. This is good. We're talking about it. i got to plan our itinerary. And then our <laughs> favorite, um, just a good little pregame meal that the girls love to do is just the old-fashioned peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They love we, – we buy bread, we buy peanut butter, we buy jelly, and they just love it. Make mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for each other. They just make them for each other. And and that's what we kind of do before games. They really love it. It's it's pretty fun. So the Aussies haven't tried to substitute Vegemite, right? No, they did. They tried that back in September. They tried to <laughs> be like, oh, no, girls, you'll love it. You'll love it. Vegemite on one side, butter on the other, and then you take a bite and you're just like, oh. what is this? This is gross. And then I, they eat it up. I can just imagine <laughs> looking at, you know, like someone from Malta, like Miss Denham, uh, Kelby Denham, or, oh, you know, West yeah. Yellowstone girls going, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the face. I think I do remember Kelby's face when she took a bite of the Vegemite and butter sandwich because Kelby's roommate is Lily Long. So I remember that they Lily made a sandwich for her. Kelby takes a bite, and I just remember that face like, what am I eating right now? <laughs> that, is God. that is so awesome. A uh, couple final ones for you. All right, let's talk about the team you're going to play. They're defending champs back from 2019, uh, but they struggled a little bit this year, but they still, you know, did enough to get there. Eight and eight in their league and 12 and nine, I think, overall. Uh, but they only lost really to a, just a couple of teams. Uh, what do you know about uh, Gulf Coast State? Well, I just finished watching uh... – you know, their game last week versus Northwest Florida State. And, and first of all, you know, my friend Kayla Petrie is their coach. And I've known Kayla for about five years since she was at South Plains College. So she's a tremendous coach. So there's no, you know, surprise of why they're there because of her. They've got, you know, another girl, you know, Nia Daniel, who, who's, you know, another All-American. So they have another great player. She she started her career at North Carolina. Mm. Now she's at Gulf Coast. She's committed to Alabama. A great player. So this is a team that their only losses have come to Chipola and Northwest Florida State, who are two top five teams in the country. This is a very good basketball team. But you know what? That's why we go. Yep. We go to play the best. And, and, and we're going to show that, yes, we may be from Montana, but we have good basketball players on this team as well. We have an All-American as well. We have a great team as well. And we're really excited. You know, it's going to be two contrasting styles. You know, us, we kind of like to slow it down, play in the half court and execute half court offensively and really take time and make you take a rush shot defensively. And they want to just get up and down, you know, and it's just going to be a big matter for us of can we do what, what got us here, which is take care of the ball get to the free throw line, make the extra passes to shoot open threes. And, and that's going to be the biggest challenge for us. Are we going to continue to play miles basketball when we get into this tournament? 
but you can watch it on NJCAATV.com. Also, Tiltworks Brew House and Casino in Mile City is going to be showing it. There's a lot of excitement in the town. Yeah, it's an amazing town. I mean, it, it really is. And I'm just so I'm really happy, you know, for the for the women on this team. You know, they go to Walmart. People are stopping them in Walmart. You know, and everybody on this campus is incredible. You know, the support that we get in this city is just tremendous. And we're really, really excited to to represent Miles City and represent Montana, you know, going down to Lubbock. I asked, uh, I had, I got Joe uh, Peterson coming on later, but he, uh, he said the same thing. And I asked him, you know, you've got two Montana teams, Dawson and Miles, both headed to nationals. There's only 48 teams left playing basketball at the D1 junior college level. And two of them are from Montana. I mean, how cool is that? It's so awesome. And we're right next door to each other. You know? yeah, exactly. It's, it's really cool. And and Joe has an awesome team, too. And we're just – it was really cool to see them get such a big win versus Indian Hills. I mean, I watched that game, and it was just a great game. I mean, and how cool is it that, like, here in eastern Montana, you know, towns of Miles City and Glendive, you know, we're we're still competing, you know, with with the big dogs of junior college, yep. and it's amazing. All right, final question: Are you going to miss the bucking horse sale? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Ever since I've been here, there's been no bucking horse sale. I think I'm cursed. When I first started here, the bucking horse sale got snowed out. This was uh, in oh. 2019. Got snowed out, so no bucking horse sale. Last year, COVID, right. no bucking horse sale. So I think I've been the curse of the bucking horse sale. So I bet. <laughs> so get the heck out I of town. I bet the economy, yeah, the economy of Miles City is probably happy to see me leave, so we can finally have the bucking horse sale and they'll start to make some money. Uh, well, you're going to have to come back for it, though, right? Oh, I'm, I have to. I mean, everybody when I got here, they're like, "Oh, be ready for bucking horse sale," and I'm like, "Well, where is it? Where is it?" <laughs> Well, uh, good luck down in Lubbock, and uh, hopefully you. Uh, you guys uh, bring home a national title. If you and, and Dawson both do it, that would be awesome. God, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. And how the irony of us two rivals, you know, holding those right. trophies side by side, how cool would that be? I think that would be super awesome. Hey, uh, watch it at Tiltworks Brewhouse and Casino if you're listening in the Mile City area. You can also watch it at com. Coach, we appreciate it. Uh, good luck. Safe travels. And uh, hopefully we're chatting uh, in a week or so after you bring home a title. Sounds great. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. That was uh, Miles Community College women's basketball coach uh, Taylor Harris joining us here at Jason Walker Show. Um, I'd forgotten that the bucking horse sale was snowed out two years ago uh, over there in Miles City. And then last year with the COVID – but, uh, yeah, he'll come back. He's a good good dude. That was a lot of fun. Um, good luck to the Pioneers. Gulf Coast States. And I was looking at the uh, the coaching roster for Gulf Coast States women's basketball. Um, they're tan. They're, they're tan. They're pitchers. They're, they hang out, especially their, one of their assistants, Jason Carpenter. Um, very, very um, tan. I mean, he's Florida, <laughs> right? Uh, so uh, that'll be fun. But, yeah, the good team the, the, the Pioneers are going to take on. So, All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to chat uh, more basketball. And don't forget the poll question. Which is the better band, ABBA or Ace of Base? You can uh, vote on the Twitter. You can vote on the Facebook. You can email as well.
Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Don't forget, uh, we're off starting tomorrow until approximately the 26th for the remodel here in the studio. And uh, the Major Mortgage Man Cave is going to get a facelift. So all this is going to be different when we come back um, in about a week and a half. So, But looking forward to it. All right, quick break. We'll come back and uh, we'll, we'll talk more basketball with Dawson coach on the men's side, Joe Peterson. We talked to Joe last year before they played Indian Hills and then lost with a chance to go to the national title or national uh, tournament on the line. This year, they got past Indian Hills. They're headed to nationals for the first time ever. And we'll talk to Coach Peterson when we come back next here on the Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home. Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out. Out on Facebook, Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Listen to the Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. On this day in history coming up, the walk-off and uh, reminder of our plan, you and I. Uh, also, a couple of minutes left to get uh, your... Uh, Poll question vote. ABBA or Ace of Base? Who's better? <laughs> we have fun. We have a lot of fun. 
All right. Uh, speaking of having fun, the Dawson men are having a lot of fun, heading off to the national tournament for the first time in, what, the 63-year history of uh, the men's basketball program at Dawson Community College. And uh, joining us now to chat about that and much more, the head coach, Joe Peterson, here on the Jason Walker Show. Hi. All right, Coach. Uh, a year ago, you and I chatted, and uh, you fell – well, it was right before you played Indian Hills – a game you ended up falling in, and uh, maybe I'm, I, I don't want to think that I'm bad luck because I want you guys to win a national championship. But, um, <laughs> but you guys did get past Indian Hills this year. But the last year has been kind of a weird year. Take me through it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's been crazy. You know, that when we when we talked last year, right before we, we went to Indian Hills, we played that game, we lost, um, which ended our season. And then, oh, what was it, exactly a week later after that, is when uh, Friday the 13th hit and uh, NCAA tournament shut down and um, the NJCA national tournament shut down and everything in the world kind of went on hold for quite a while and um, it just it just led to a crazy year because we because of the success that we had last year all of our guys got recruited um, ten of them went actually to, to play at the four year level and so we had to recruit a whole new team but we had to do it without being able to go on the road without being able to have any players visit campus and so we. Uh, we ended up basically putting together a whole new team sight unseen. Um, and uh, we, we, you know, had meetings over the summer on Zoom and all of that kind of stuff. And then um, they all came in in August and met for the first time. And I met most of them for the first time as well. <laughs> and uh, it's just been it's just been crazy, just the amount of extra stuff that's been put on top because of COVID. Um, the testing and the, all the rules and all the different things you have to follow, the different meetings that we've had, the uh, just the craziness of one person getting a little sniffle in his nose. And, you know, as athletic director and as men's basketball coach trying to figure out, okay, what do we got to do? We got to get him to the hospital. We got to get him tested. We got to quarantine the roommate. We gotta, you know, we got to reach out to other people, let the instructors know. We got to take care of their needs while they're in quarantine. And it's just been, it's just been crazy, honestly, stressful and hard, just like everybody in the, in the world I think has been dealing with. Um, but we, you know, from the start, you know, we, we just talked with our players and our team about pounding the stone. Um, it's a book we read together over the summer and just every day doing what we can do, controlling what we can control. And if we get to get in the gym and, and practice and work out today, we make the most of that opportunity that we get and we try to get better each and every day. And I think our players really embrace that. Um, and this fall, we didn't have any official games this fall, but um, we had a ton of practices. Um, we've actually had 11 scrimmages against other teams um, from all over Wyoming and Colorado and Montana and North Dakota. And uh, I think all of that, all of the work that we put in, really, really helped us a ton because I think we got to do more than just about anybody in the country did in the fall um, in, in preparation, even though we didn't have any actual games. And so I think that that, that played a big, big part in, in the season that we've had this year because – um, as we hit January and we started our season, um, the NJCAA season, I think we were ahead of everybody else just because of all the time and the work that we put in in the fall. And so I think we got off to kind of a hot start and uh, gave us some confidence. And uh, we beat some teams that, I don't know, maybe maybe were more talented than us, but I think us beating them kind of, um, I don't know what the word, sent them into a tailspin a little bit and they questioned their confidence and their, you know, abilities and whatever. And I think we just kind of kept riding that wave through uh, through a really successful season. So 
it's been, uh, yeah, <laughs> just as you ask that question, it makes me think back and go, holy cow, what? <laughs> it's been a crazy, crazy year, but it's been a good year, and we've, we've tried to make the best of, of a bad situation. I'm intrigued by the recruiting, and I've talked to some other coaches about it, but how do you get kids to come to Glendive, sight unseen, basically, because it's not like, you know, there's Earth Cam for Glendive, Montana, where you can check it out wherever you're at. But, um, you know, forget the, the huddle and, and playing all that, but how do you get guys to come to Glendive? You know, I think part of it is connections. I think um, coaches that we've worked in the past, coaches that I have relationships with that know me and trust me, um, I think that definitely helps a lot. I think the success that we've had over the last few years um, has definitely helped a lot. And, you know, we just we just let kids know this is a great place that your dreams can come true. You know, if you come and you work hard, um, there's not a whole lot of distractions here in Glendive. So mm-hmm. you get to focus on basketball and school, and, uh, and, and, and that's what you're here for anyway. And so uh, you, you come and you get focused on that, and you work hard, and you get better, and you prove yourself against great competition, and it's going to open up doors for you to be able to move on to higher levels and, 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 and do what you want to do in the future. Um, so I think I think that's that's a big part of it. I think um, I think our players help to sell the program. I mean, we just got a great chemistry, a great culture here where they just get along so well and enjoy each other and and sacrifice for the benefit of the team. So I think it's a combination of of a lot of those things. Um, honestly, sometimes it's hard, it's easier to get somebody from Texas, Florida, East Coast, whatever, to come out here than it is sometimes for people in western Montana. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of crazy, and it doesn't make any sense to me, but I don't, think, I don't think a lot of people in western Montana understand the level of junior college basketball, the, the athletes, the, the players that move on to the four-year level, the ones that go Division One, and the ones that even end up going to the NBA. I mean, junior college basketball is full of incredibly talented athletes and players um, that go on to play at really, really high levels. And, I think Western Montana, because they don't have any junior college basketball over there, I don't think they really truly understand it sometimes. And so it's hard to, to pry them away from those mountains over there in the West. I like that's 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 actually really true. I think uh, Joe Peterson joining us, the Dawson uh, men's basketball coach. All right, so you guys uh, drew Indian Hills after winning uh, the region again, and. Uh, and this was a team that you lost to by a lot last year out at Ottumwa. But this time, because of the rotation, you got to host them. And you, you jump out to a 17-point lead, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's nail-biting time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, really, it follows, it follows the pattern of a lot of our games this year where we kind of lead from start, and we just have a lead all throughout, and we kind of build on that, and we build up a double-digit lead in the second half. But there's been several times this year where the team fights all the way back and they make it a one-possession game, you know, a one-point, two-point, three-point game. Um, but we've always managed to kind of hold on to it at the end. And I don't know, I wish I had an answer for why that happens. But, um, you know, they're a really talented team. And, you know, when a national berth, uh, with a national tournament berth on the line, you know they're not going to give up and just lay down and, and let us beat them. And so, uh, yeah, they, they came all the way back. And we, we gave them some chances by missing some free throws there late in the game. But it's funny because a lot of those games that I talked about that have come down to the end, almost every one of them, we've won it on the defensive end with getting a stop and getting the rebound, you know, at, at the buzzer kind of a thing. And so that's, that's kind of who we are. We're, we're, we're a really tough defensive team, and we make it really difficult on people to score. And uh, 
a lot of teams have had those chances in the final seconds, final minutes of the game. Um, but we've always been able to come up with those stops uh, when we need it. So I think that just kind of speaks to the DNA of our team a little bit. Um, what's the what's the uh, the feeling like over there in the community? Because this is your first trip ever to to nationals. <laughs> does yeah, that, does anybody know that? I think I think most people do around here for sure. Um, it, it's crazy to think about the 63 years that we've had basketball at DCC, and we've had some incredible players. We've had great, great coaches throughout the years mm-hmm. and really, really good teams through the years. Um, and, and they've been close. Actually, multiple times they've been close. They've been, you know, a few points away in a championship game from being able to make it, and it's just never, never happened. And so – it's pretty crazy that, that we get to be here and enjoy this moment um, that so many others kind of before us kind of paved the way for us. And uh, I don't know, I just feel really, really fortunate to be here at this time in this moment and to be able to share that with, with this community and uh, and especially with these, this group of guys that we have here. All right, so you get another um, – so you played Indian Hills and now you get Indian Wells. Is that what it I, – I, something – what's, what's Indian the Indian River. Indian, Indian River, River okay. College. Uh, out, of out of Florida. So, uh, do you, what do you know? Do you know anything about this school? Yeah, we actually know quite a bit. Um, we've already we've already been watching film and talked to some other people, and we've we've found out quite a bit. I mean, Florida is one of the best JUCO conferences in the in the nation. You know, it's pretty much Florida, Texas, and Kansas that always have a lot of the best teams in the country. So they've they've been battle tested. Um, they've had a really good year. Uh, they have great shooters. Um, they just they have I think three guys that shoot at almost 50% from the three point line. Um, so we're going to have to do an outstanding job of guarding that three point line, slowing them down in transition and stuff. I think we actually have a size advantage though and a length advantage. So hopefully that'll pay off being able to get the ball inside and and being able to do a good job on the boards. Um, but it's they're, they're tough. They're hard nosed. Um, they're going to defend hard as well. Um, so it I think it. I, mean, I think it's going to be a great game. I, I really do. I think uh, it'll be a lot of fun to be able to go head to head with one of the best teams in the country again. So we proved uh, we proved Saturday night we can play with with some of the best teams in the country yep. and, and beat them. And um, you know my, what I've told our team, what I told our team yesterday, is there's 24 teams going to nationals in a year like this. I mean, how what what other year could it be more wide open than a year like this when we've had COVID and everybody's basically just played teams within their league. Nobody's really been able to play many non-conference games. Right. Um, so you really don't know how good some of these teams are. And, and, and I don't think people know how good we really are. And so I, I told them, you know, especially in a year like this, there's 24 teams left in the country. Why not us? <laughs> I mean, why, <laughs> hey, not a, why not a team from Montana? Why not a team that's never made it to nationals before? Why not? Why not Dawson? Why not us? So that's going to be kind of our mantra as we as we head down there. Dawson. It's pretty cool to think about too. You know, I was just, I was just thinking about this, and I, I kind of told this to them as they were warming up yesterday. But um, when you think about it, all of NCAA is finished: Division One, Division Two, yeah. Division Three. NAI is finished. When it comes to college basketball, there are 24 Division One men's teams playing right now and 24 Division two and three teams that are playing in their national tournament. So there's less than 50 teams in the country that even get to continue practicing and playing right now, and, and we're one of those fortunate few, so pretty cool. That is a uh, pretty cool way to look at it. Dawson coach Joe Peterson, our guest here. All right, you guys bust out to Ottumwa last year. Are we busting to Hutchison, Kansas? <laughs> we are, we are busting. Is it a shorter trip, though? I think it's a shorter trip. 
it's, I think it's about the same. It's okay. about 14 and a half hours. I think the time was about 14 hours. So it's pretty much, pretty much about the same. Okay. But, um, if you look at a map, I'm not going to lie to you. There is nothing between here and Hudson. <laughs> we were, I was trying to figure out different routes to go, but like there is like nothing. So I don't know. We're, we're, we're seeing if we can maybe stop at the Corn Palace down in Mitchell, South Dakota on the way down. Nice. And, uh, and kind of go a little bit out of the way to go that way. And then on the way back, I think we might try to stop through Rapid City, maybe see Mount Rushmore or something. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's crazy. There's just not much between here and there in North Dakota. You go through North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas, and it's all the rural parts, none of the, none of the big cities. So I'll try to make the best of the trip. Well, you kind of have to. And I've been in a lot of those areas uh, where there is nothing. Um, so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun for the guys. Uh, you, they're going to sleep a lot. You know that, right? I Well, they pretty much usually always well, do on the bus. So. <laughs> hey, I, so yeah. this is cool because um, the Dawson women didn't make it, but Miles City uh, Community College yeah. and Taylor Harris, their coach, made it to the national tournament. So it's pretty cool that we've got Glendive and Miles City represented at the national tournaments in uh, junior college. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And, and the Miles women, they're really good this year. I mean, uh, they've got one of the best players in the country, um, Rebecca Dallinger, playing for them. And, um, you know, obviously they went almost undefeated, lost one game. that I don't know how that happened. But um, I think they got a shot to go far there. And they, they really – Coach Taylor's done a really good job with them and – yeah, it's kind of exciting to get two Montana teams in the national tournament. Oh, absolutely, as uh, Joe Peterson joins us. All right, so you're a Lake Havasu guy. So this goes back to my question of how do you get people to Glendive? How, <laughs> how have you acclimated from Lake Havasu to, to eastern Montana? Well, you know, so I, I left. So when I graduated high school in Lake Havasu City, Arizona, um, the only coach in the entire country that gave me offered me a scholarship was Coach Mask here at Dawson Community College back in 1994, mm-hmm. and so that's why that's what brought me up here originally back in the back in the mid 90s. Is uh, it was the only real opportunity that I had to uh, to play basketball and get some of my education paid for. So I came all the way up here, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I cried a lot those first few months that I was up here because it, <laughs> it was a little too cold for me, and I was missing home and missing my family. But um, once basketball season started. Um, Glendive became like a home to me, and I just fell in love with the place. And by the time I was coming back after Christmas, I couldn't wait to get back here. And um, it's just Montana is just a special, special place. And so I got to – I played two years at Dawson, then I played two years at Rocky. I coached a year at Rocky. And then I left the state for about 20 years. Um, And it was so cool when when we came back, when I took the job here in 2015. Um, I'll never forget, like, going to the state tournaments that year. Um, after after our first year here, and it, it's just crazy how many people at the state tournaments that I knew, um, just that people that I played against, people that I played with, um, you know, women that were you know on the women's team, you know, at Rocky yeah. or at Dawson when I was here that we played against. Like it's just Montana is a special special place, and it's such a small small state, you know, as yeah. far as who you know and all that kind of stuff. But then when you get into basketball and sports and stuff, it's even smaller and and just those connections that have been there through the years are, are, are pretty special. And that's, we, we love it. I mean, we love Glendive and we love Montana. Uh, now, I, I'm not a big fan of 30 degrees when it's, you know, mid-April like it is today. Right, but, right. you know, if, if the weather was too much nicer, then we'd have too many people moving here. So Yeah, we don't want it, that. Uh, <laughs> it, keeps it, uh, it keeps it keeps it small like, it, like, like we like it. So. 
Can you guys, can you grow something in eastern Montana, though, so that we can get some people to move over there instead of everybody moving to western Montana? (laughs) Hey, you'd be surprised. In the middle of COVID, we've had a lot of people moving here to Glendive um, from other places out of state that are just tired of the big cities and they want a more rural situation. And, and man, I I can't tell you, uh, you know, we've always loved Glendive and we've always loved Montana, but um, especially during COVID, uh, my wife and I just, uh, hundreds of times have said, oh, there's no place in the world we'd rather be right now than right here. Like just, this is the perfect place to be in the middle of, uh, in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a pandemic. I like that. That is, uh, <laughs> and it's true. I mean, and, and at least you're not North Dakota. That's what, that's what we say, right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe Peterson joining us, the Dawson Community College men's basketball coach, 23 and two, the Bucks. Uh, you head out. When are you guys leaving? We're going to leave Saturday morning. Okay. And then uh, the game will be on the 20th. That is a week from today in Hutchison, yep. Kansas. Uh, great baseball uh, town, too, uh, along with uh, Hayes, by the way. Um, but uh-huh. you can stream it on njcaatv.com as you guys take on Indian River State College. Hey, um, looking forward to uh, chatting when you get back and uh, you've got a national championship trophy. <laughs> That would be pretty special, wouldn't it? And hey, I just, yeah. You, why you just not you? Me, actually, that why not us? Why not us? But you just reminded me, it is literally a, a one week from today, we will actually be on the floor playing. That's kind of crazy to think about. So. Yeah, it'll be, uh, hey, not too many. Like you said, there's not, not a whole lot of teams left playing right now in college basketball, and you guys are one of them. That's right. That's right. Coach, we appreciate it. every moment we get. Yep, there yep. you go. We appreciate the uh, the time and uh, look forward to chatting down the road. And uh, good luck, safe travels, and uh, go get some wins, eh? Hey, we'll do our best. We appreciate it. Thanks for uh, thanks for the interview. That is uh, Joe Peterson, Dawson uh, Buccaneers men's basketball coach. And uh, good luck to the to the guys from Dawson and the women from Miles. As uh, Taylor Harris joined us a little bit earlier. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com, and uh, you can re-listen. Okay, so... Uh, let's get to On This Day in History. is brought to you by Big Sky Print, where we print what you wear on this date in April uh, 13th. It is Make Lunch Count Day, Peach Cobbler Day, Scrabble Day, and Thomas Jefferson Day. The age of 26, or 1926, rather, at the age of 38, Walter Johnson pitched his seventh opening day shutout. Uh, 1927, Ottawa Senators beat Boston for the Stanley Cup win. 1933, the Stanley Cup, uh, the Rangers beat the Maple Leafs. In 1940, the Rangers get the win over the Maple Leafs again. Last Cup win for 54 years. 1942 on this date, the ninth Masters, Byron Nelson wins by one over Ben Hogan. 1944, Montreal Canadiens beat the Chicago Blackhawks for the Stanley Cup. It was Hank Aaron's first game on this date in 1954 with the Milwaukee Braves. Pork chop. But he was called because uh, when he played for the uh, Clowns in the Negro Leagues, uh, he'd always get pork chops on uh, on on the road, so on road trips, and uh, that's before every meal. That's what uh, he always ate, so they called him pork chops. 1963, Pete Rose got his first Major League Baseball hit. It was a triple. And it got me thinking, if Major League Baseball is okay with cheating in elections, like Georgia, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame now, right? Major League Baseball condones cheating. So Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. 1969 at the 33rd Masters, George Archer wins his only title, major. 1975, Jack Nicklaus wins his fifth. 
one stroke ahead of uh, Johnny Miller and Tom Weisskopf. Now, Lee Elder, the first African-American to compete in the tournament in 1975, and uh, he was part of the opening ceremonies uh, last Thursday at the Masters, finally. 1980, the 44th Masters, 23-year-old Spaniard Seve Ballesteros wins his first. 1980, the U.S. and its allies boycott the Summer Games in Moscow. In 1984, Pete Rose becomes the first one in the NA, uh, National League rather, to get 4,000 hits in a career. 1986, the 50th Masters, Jack Nicklaus wins his record 18th major. That'll never be broke. And his sixth Masters. 1997, Tiger Woods wins his first major title at the uh, 61st Masters. Mike Weir, the first lefty to win the Masters in 2003. 2014, the third one, Bubba Watson, won uh, his second. Uh, Phil Mickelson in there as well, the second uh, lefty. On this date in 1970, Apollo 13, the famous, and it's it's such a misquoted line, but this is the actual line from Apollo 13. Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. Uh, the oxygen tank explodes. Uh, 1743, happy birthday, Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States. 1943 on this date, 200 years after... Thomas Jefferson was born. FDR dedicates the Jefferson Memorial. That's pretty cool. Uh, Butch Cassidy born on this date in 1866 in Beaver, Utah. So happy birthday to Butch. All right, let's do... Oh, we got to get all the way back up to... Where you at? This. Yeah. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right. Thanks to Taylor Harris from Miles Community College women's basketball team, Joe Peterson from the Dawson men's team for joining us today. Uh, we were going to have Parker Bredding on, and I texted him and said, you know what, dude, drive safe because they're driving back from uh, the finals. We'll get Parker on this summer or a little bit later on this spring. Parker's such a great dude. And uh, congratulations to him, Scott Gunther, and uh, Richmond champion, Montanans, that won Ram Circuit Finals down in Florida over the weekend. All right, got the Miss Last Chance Stampede Gala coming up, her kickoff party, Montana City Grill on Saturday. We'll see you there. Uh, I'll be your MC and your auctioneer, and uh, look forward to meeting you if you're going. The 24th, we'll see you down in Belgrade for Miss Rodeo Montana's Gala, Katie Lynn Krause. Uh, get your tickets now, and uh, we'll see you down there. Now, I say that because we're off until the 26th. At, at the least, um, could be back on the 26th, should be back on the 26th. But, but we're getting remodeled. So the Major Mortgage Man Cave is getting a whole new makeover. And uh, construction dudes will be in, repo guy, not repo, reno guys will be in on uh, Thursday to get everything started. And so we're going to take uh, tonight, I'll be up all night, clearing everything out of here. And i got to clean out a closet that's full of the wife's stuff. Um, like her Christmas stuff, like wrapping paper and stuff. Anyway, but that'll be fun. And then um, all this stuff. So all everything's got to go. And uh, we'll we'll have new display when we get back on the air, which will be fun. And uh, can't wait for that. We're gonna the week of the twenty sixth. We'll be back with Gil Brandt, who will talk the NFL draft. Barry Abrams will talk Kentucky Derby. 
There's going to be some Montana stuff to talk about as well. It's going to be fun. And uh, we hope uh, hope you uh, enjoy your week without us. JasonWalkerShow.com if you miss us that bad. And I know Tim's listening on the on the Twitter, but Tim, I know your wife's going to make you do stuff next week, and I'm sorry because you can't listen to the show from 4 to 5, so now you got to go out and do stuff, the honeydew. I apologize for that. But uh, it's going to be worth it when we get uh, the remodel done in here. Looking forward to it. Uh, we'll update you on uh, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram, social media, how the progress, work progress is going. And uh, we'll be back on the 26th. Maybe in here or maybe on location somewhere based off of construction. Because it's always on time, right? Construction's never late. Right? Anyway, all right. Uh, hope you had a good time today. I know I did. Good luck to Dawson. Good luck to Miles. And um, it's going to be fun. Good luck to everybody this weekend playing high school sports. If you're out uh, golfing, have fun. It's a little chilly for me still. But we'll get out. We'll see you around. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. I think that's, that'll, that'll just about do it. All right, let's do this. Thanks to Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear on this day in history. We are uh, back on the 26th from somewhere in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, either here or on location. Don't miss us too much. Actually, do miss us. Miss us a lot. And I'm still waiting for an Ireland address. Somebody in Ireland loves this show, and I want to send you a Jason Walker Show t-shirt. We'll have t-shirts when we get back. Jason Walker Show. Have a great few days, and we'll see you from the new Major Mortgage Man Cave when we return next time. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.